0: Welcome to the Healthy Perspective Podcast with your host, chiropractor, entrepreneur, mentor, and author, Dr. Chris Bowman. He'll break down and extract the secret sauce behind his own success and the success of some of the top leaders in every category and from around the world. Get ready for your weekly mental adjustment because shift is going to happen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Healthy Perspective podcast. Today is going to be a powerful episode. And you're going to wonder if it's me talking or my friend Javon talking because we talk the same language, um, learning more about his book, learning more about Javon. Man, we we think along the same track. So I think this is going to be a fast paced, um, super valuable podcast for you guys. Javon is a mindset and perception coach vulnerability advocate, and author of the book, Own Your Own Kingdom. He's a keynote speaker and a U.S. Army veteran whose goal is to help high achievers design a life they don't need a vacation from. Javon, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Chris, thanks for having me, man. I'm excited. Yes, I love how you said that, speaking of the same mind, all about raising that mindset and and just increasing your potential. So I'm excited about this conversation.
0: Awesome. Well, why don't you just kind of Give us a peek and, you know, Javon, years ago, you know, um, what what kind of got you into mindset coaching? I know you've been through your own struggles with depression, PTSD, assuming from the military sure. and maybe some other life things. So kind of why don't you help people understand who you were before? And then maybe that'll kind of set the conversation for if somebody is struggling with that stuff right now, one, how mindset coaching can help you, but maybe just some practical tips too on things that you learned along the way that, you know, can possibly sure. change people's lives. Sure,
1: sure. Uh, First and foremost, thanks for having me on man. I'm I'm excited to be here. And uh, so I'll start at 17. At the age of 17, I was facing seven years in prison uh, for an assault and robbery charge going down the wrong path. Um, and my mindset was one of scarcity and lack. Right? I didn't understand that I actually had the power to create things in my life. I thought I had to wait for opportunities. I thought people had to hand me things. I just had this whole doubt about myself. Right? I struggled with confidence um, growing up in an impoverished uh, society, in an environment uh, where there was nothing but really pain. Pain, death, you know, people just strung out on drugs, all types of stuff. And it was really an environment uh, that was, you know, just a desperate environment. So going through that, I thought there was two things, you know, either dead or in jail. Those were my two options because I didn't have any money. And I thought money was the ultimate resource that you needed in order to have a shot at living a life. I hadn't known anyone who made it out of my environment and became successful, right, by the definition of that. Um, so I ended up, you know, taking a fast track to jail, right, I, I had that charge. And when I got there, what really changed me and really made me think twice about the life that I was living in the path that I was on, was seeing my mother and my sister come and visit me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that the pain that I had actually caused and seen on their faces, jolied me the way, because I had never seen them like that. They was really why I even lived in the first place, from my, my opinion. Didn't really value myself, so my family was all I had. And, you know, here I was hurting them. They were a big piece of who I was in my heart. And so I went to my cell that same night that they visited me and I got down on my knees and I just prayed to God, like show me what I'm supposed to do. Get me out of this situation. You know, I'm facing seven years, 17. I didn't really understand the gravity of that, but I knew that seven years that I had away from my family. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, God, get me out and I'll I'll become the servant that I, I should be. I don't know what that looks like, but I know I need to make some changes.
0: Gotta, so be grace, got, gotta be better than prison. Gotta be better than prison and definitely
1: better than ending up uh dead. So um, you know, by the grace of God, two weeks later, um, I got out, right? The the prosecutors dropped the case. Uh, and that was that was really my wake-up call. And from that point, I really, really became intentional about how I spent my time, where I put my energy. I was no longer putting it in the streets. I started spending on educating, which is how I ended up finally writing this book, right? Mm-hmm. I, I understood the power of education and it made me realize like, that is truly the definition of not having an option, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> when you're in a system, you know, that you're, it's out of your control. Mm-hmm. So understanding that when I finally got out, I realized, hey, I actually have some freedom here. I can actually change the way I'm doing things And I can change the way I perceive things. And that will make a world of a difference because I had a dream while I was in there in that cell. And in that dream, I was free, literally like walking around, doing what I wanted to do. I seen success in my mind. That was the first time I seen that. The first time I experienced what success felt like, I was happy. The first time I truly felt that. And that made me realize the power of the mind. I said, wow, if I if I could do this, if I could just create something and, you know, feel that way, then maybe if I go about life that way, then I'll be better, right? Things would start happening for me. So that was, you know, fast forward a couple of years, I went into the military at the age of 22. Mm-hmm. And that was after me working for two full-time jobs for like four years. And I just felt like I wasn't really getting to where I wanted to go. But again, I knew I could create something. And I didn't have just two options of the pine box or the jail cell. Um, so the military really was another turning point for me. Um, the military opened me up to the diversity of thinking, seeing other people and opening myself up to talking to people I normally wouldn't have talked to, mm. you know, being in rooms I normally wouldn't have gone in, getting more comfortable with believing in myself and who I was. Right? So that really created this paradigm shift. Where I said, "Man, you know these—the military's putting me in charge of these things, millions of dollars of equipment. If they believe in me, why don't I believe in me, mm-hmm. right?" And mm-hmm. that was another thing. Like I have to be more confident with what I know, the information I have, that I've done what it takes to prepare. Um, so, the, all these things just made me who I am today. In learning all this, and understanding how hard it is to really implement all of this, that made me want to coach people. That made me want to help people design a life they don't need a vacation from hmm. and create that mindset and perception shift and allow people to start experiencing joy because so many of us are just going through life, going through the motions, not really remembering that life isn't supposed to be all about struggle. He's supposed mm-hmm. to have some joy in your life. Can't be just about checking boxes, then going to sleep and waking up and doing the same thing, right? So that's how I came to form Live Not Love.
0: I love that, you know, and, and um, I don't get to talk about it too much on the podcast, especially when there's people that like, I don't really know super well, but I love it when my guests bring on, they bring in faith and talk about God, you know, because that's that's what I'm that's living too. my life for, you know, is, is but true. we have this unfair advantage of the Holy Spirit in our life you know, and it just like flips the switch. Like the the second the Holy Spirit comes into your life, it's like, oh, you're released from jail. Oh, okay, now go live it. And it's not this, okay, now go live a peaceful, quiet life, pay taxes, you know, pay the bills and, and go home. And, and it's actually funny. My, my pastor has been going through this this past couple of weeks, sermons on creativity and vision casting. And I'm like, Christians are waking up, you know, mm. like because they're, they're why we live, as a Christian, a reflection of God, right? Like mm-hmm. we were created in his image. The first thing that he was, was a creator. He created everything. Yet Christians lack creativity. Christians mm-hmm. lack that expression of God. And so I love it when I get to talk with, with people like you, where it's like, Hey, it's, it's not everything is like what tunnel vision, you know, step right. outside of yourself and, and look outside right. of your, 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 um, I don't know, your struggle and, and what, what you need, that scarcity mindset, stop hoarding everything to yourself. And right. I don't know what the perception shift is you know for you. But, but for me, it was that shift from here's everything that I need to succeed shifted to now here's the value that I can provide to everyone around you. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Chris, you hit it right in the head. Um, you know, understanding, like I said, going through that journey, like the diversity is not always for us. Right. We learn from it. Right. And Knowledge isn't power. It's applied. Knowledge is power. Mm. And in order to truly apply it, right? You teach, right? Teaching is a true form of learning, right? Because you understand how, it, how to explain it at, at the basic level, at the foundation, at its essence. So I love what you're saying. And I, uh, I'm a big proponent of compassion. I feel like compassion is really the key to, to having that joy in your life and experiencing it at a higher level, because like you said, we we are formed in God's image. And when you talk about that, you know, it's, it's that compassion, it's that love, mm. right? It's not just tolerance, but actual, truly love and understanding. You know, and accepting difference and accepting change, because that's how innovation and that's how um, elevation truly occurs. We have to transcend ourselves and really see other perspectives so that we can be open to learning and open to growing in ways that we never even thought were possible.
0: Yeah, that's so good. You know, and talking with entrepreneurs and, and people like you, mindset coaches, that's almost always what it comes down to. Like love mm-hmm. others, get, pour out, give that, that that's what yes. the abundance mindset is, is I have more than enough and I always exactly. will, especially with faith. You know, God promises to always provide. So why hoard when we can just give away? You know, how do you? How do you coach people through that? You know, somebody maybe similar to yourself that is struggling with, you know, anxiety, that is struggling with depression, mm-hmm. that is struggling with, you know, this, this scarcity mindset that they grew up in, maybe a similar upbringing as, as you, a rough neighborhood right. with, you know, not many role models and, and really, you know, kind of having your choices made out for you, the pine or mm-hmm. the, the steel, you know? Yes, um, yes. How, how do you coach somebody through that?
1: Um, well, so for me, my most my first thing in my program is forgiving yourself, Mm. right? And that's for anyone because we have to start from the basis of, you know, not putting the onus on you all the time. Like, you don't know what you didn't know, right? And things happen, that's the past, right? You can't stay there. We address it, we understand it, we process it, but we have to move forward because my job is to get you from where you are to where you want to be. So that's another thing. Um, When you think about, what a lot of people struggle with is goal setting. Yeah, we are purpose driven individuals, like that's what humans are. So if you are setting the wrong goals, going down the wrong path, or you have no path at all. um, And you don't feel like you have a purpose or reason why that's when we get into trouble, right? We start running around aimlessly, we start living other people's definition of success going for other people's goals. So I make sure that everything one we align values so many of us don't really know what we value right we say something matters but when it comes down to truly looking at it we don't know we're like okay we value time with our family but then when you do the will of life or another exercise i give them like it's a lot of times it's something completely different maybe mm-hmm. charity is actually more important right mm-hmm. or community um so really identifying who a person is at their essence at their core um is the first thing and then from that now we can move over the doubt and find out why you know that was that was the case in the first place. Why are they doubting themselves? You know, why do they feel like they can't change statements? Why do they feel like they don't deserve things? Like right? getting to the root cause yeah. of all these things um, yeah. is very important for each person. So that's what I like to start with before we move into just pushing someone forward and pushing them towards something. Because if you don't feel like you have the resources, Um, We have to fill you up like we were talking about. You have to come from a place of overflow and abundance. And that mindset um, is not easy, right? It's not an easy change. So you have to really build it up and there's steps and phases along the way. Um, So I always say that the first phase is self-mastery, right? The first thing you have to do is start regulating yourself, start controlling your emotions, start learning how to communicate effectively, start being vulnerable enough to share your feelings and what you're going through with a support system, identifying who those people are, right? All these things that a lot of us, you know, are told are not really healthy or what we should do. Their weaknesses and all this other stuff actually go against the grain because I understand, you know, coming from my path and my journey, that's what helped me. So I look at people and that usually is a thing. It's a fear, of the unknown. And it's a fear of someone taking advantage of you. And it's a fear of, you know, failure. Um, so I change all those things and, and really put it, flip it on its head to say, okay, it's not fear, it's excitement, right? Because that's what life is, right? It's it's the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. If we did, life would be boring, right? right? So, so we go ahead and change that and cause that paradigm shift, like you said, from that scarcity mindset or feeling of lack, uh, to uh, an abundance mindset and feeling of growth, right? If we it doesn't go the way you want it to, failure is a part of success, right? We learn from that and then we apply it and we adjust as needed. Right. So it's all those things.
0: That's so good. You know, I'm, I'm hearing kind of two two common things as, as you talk, you know, helping somebody switch that that mindset. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're down in the dumps, I mean, th- this shift seems so massive, you know? Yes. And I, and I think there's some, you know, especially maybe more like counseling, not necessarily like mindset coaches that Mm -hmm. more so live in the past. Let's discover everything about what got you there. Never really talking about, well, how do you want to define your future? You know, so it's this delicate balance of. You know, you have one eye on the rear view mirror. So taking care of your baggage, but then always looking to where you're going, not letting that baggage right. define you or define you, but always having somewhere to go, you know, which is kind of wrapped in this overarching theme of living intentionally. And mm. I think that's what so many people just kind of forget. I just talked to the patient earlier today. Her husband, I don't know if she listened to this podcast or not, but I won't mention her name. Uh, her husband <laughs> has to get up at one in the morning leave to work to get to San Diego by, by three, he's home by three 30 or four, but then is in bed at six or six 30 in the afternoon or in the evening to then recover. So that way he, you know, he's got two young kids and, yeah. and it's like, how long are you going to keep, he's, he's doing it, you mm. know, it's providing for his family to you know live a lifestyle that they, you know, aren't are wondering where their next meal is going to come from. He's worried about losing like medical benefits or union retirement, you know, the, so he's right. still worried about things that might come in the future rather than living in what he's at, you know, right now. I'm sure you talk to a lot of people like this, where it's like, I, I'm burned out, whether it's a CEO that yeah. started their own business or an employee that is in that scenario where they have a long commute to work. They're making just enough to keep them satisfied, never really right. happy. How do you um, kind of dissect whether these people, um, you know, should, uh, I, I don't know, how do you, how do you guide th- those people? Because there's some where it's like staying in your job is the best thing for now. But here's how you switch your mindset so you're happy. And there's some where it's like, yeah, you're not meant to be a W-2 employee. Like you're a meant yes. to run your own company. How can you kind of give advice for somebody that might be on the fence? Like, do I quit and do my own thing? Do I stay here for a little bit longer? How do you kind of guide people through that transition phase? Yeah, that's a great
1: question, man. And one of the first things I like to do with my clients is look at their calendars, right? How are they owning their time? Yep. You know, are they sitting there? Are they always playing catch up with their day? Are they always rushing to get to one thing, to another? And they're just, you know, spending their wills? Are they spending time on tasks that really don't move the needle? It just feels good to check a box. Mm. Right. So all these things uh, I ask first, are they organized right? or are they like always scrambling to look for what they need next? So it's really about a slow them down first. Right. And have them plan out what's important to them. Right. Again, we've, we've done the planning. We've done the goal setting, all that. But how are we going to get there? Right. We really have to be intentional. There goes that word again about how we're putting our energy, how we're spending it. Right. If I'm waking up at three and then I got to work until this time when I get home, I'll go right to bed. All oh, this then I'm, I'm not creating a space, right? Where I can have that self-care and enough energy to do what I really love to do. So I make sure that that's built into their schedule, right? It's non-negotiable. You have to have self-care because you need to replenish. You cannot pour into anything when you're empty too. It's only so long that you can run on E before the car stops, mm-hmm. right? And, and God or, or something else is gonna come and tell you, hey, slow down, chill out. Right. You have health issues and all this stuff, because so much is caused by stress. We only get one life and one body. So I really slow them down and focus on time management, energy management. Organization um, is a is a big thing. So if they know they go to the gym at a certain time, I make it so they're planning that before. Plan it ahead. Create your, you know, get your workout stuff ready so you can just get up and go. And it flows. I want life to flow with ease. Right. So we want to plan all of that stuff out. That saves you time. And it's really about that. That saves you time, time to educate yourself. Maybe you have a commute. Maybe you can listen to audible podcasts such as this. Um, So we we really, you know, we work with that. What's your schedule and where can we find time and take back some of that time so you can make sure the things that truly matter, your family, your health, you know, your sanity (laughs) and all these other things are put into place because that job. Although it feels like it's, you know, it's necessary. You're not going to be able to work it if you're unhealthy, right? If something happens to you. So we have to think about that. Right. And, and really, in and a lot of times, you know, these situations, we make it out to be something that it doesn't need to be, mm-hmm. right? I've had clients who never asked uh, if they could switch schedules or do flex scheduling or work from home a couple of days. So I always ask them like, have you, have you tried to see if you could do something about your schedule or something like that? And they're like, you know, I never even thought about it. Right. So sometimes that's the easiest thing. (laughs) You can't catastrophize things that don't need to be that. Sometimes it's as simple as saying and opening your mouth to ask a question or say what
0: you feel. Right. Right? So those are some of the things. Yeah. And and just to add like, I don't know, a a tidbit to that, I, I think I've heard a lot of you know, my clients and people that are, you know, we have this conversation, they get all like worked up and yeah, I, I do deserve my own space. I do, you know, all this stuff. And then they go to their boss and saying, so, um, I need to have this off this time that I need, I need, I need, I need, I you need, know, right. and right. as, as a, as an employer of other people, if I have an employee coming to me saying, I need It's like, you work for me. It's not about what <laughs> you need. It's like, what's making it going to make us success. And a, Obviously mm-hmm. a compassionate, you know, way. But if an employee goes up to a boss, like if I had an employee come up to me and say, Chris, this schedule is breaking me down. Like I don't have mm-hmm. much left in the tank. I love working for you. I love this job. It's why I've been here for so long. Can we work together to find a way where I could provide the same or more level of value right. with a different schedule? And you go so right. I'm here to serve you, not in like a not a bad way, but like, I recognize you are my employer and I don't set the rules, but the Mm -hmm. schedule that I have going right now, isn't allowing me to be proactive. And if it's a boss that really cares about you, they're going to find some way. I would be like, let's, let's figure this out. Like what things can we delegate? What things can, you know, can we do? But if it's a boss that's like, Nope, take it or leave it. They don't care about you. And that's your exit. That's That's your, that's your, your,
1: that's your cue. Yeah, I'm a exactly that
0: that that is going to be investing in me in the same way that I'm investing to them. But that's just adopting that. the abundance mindset, right? It's not about exactly. what you need. It's about here's what I can do to continue to be productive for you. Right. You're going to get it's, the it's same. It's got to be mutual. It has
1: yeah. got to be mutual. Yeah, and, that's and that's key. And that, and a lot of people are afraid to do that because they're afraid to lose that job. Right. Like you said, you know, oftentimes that's your cue because it, it's it sucks, but so many of us we get comfortable with knowing how bad it is, right? Yeah. And and when you get comfortable with that, you're like, okay, I know that this job sucks. I know that you know they mistreat me. I know these things, but at least I have this job. So we got to get out of that thinking, right? There's there's so many positions that need to be filled right now, um, and you have the skill set. You got that job for some reason, right? right? We have to start believing in ourselves to take those ch- chances and take that shot. Right. Yeah. Um, and if you feel as though that employer will do that, that's like you said, that's not the right employer for you. Mm-hmm. So we got to create that strategy, that extra strategy to move forward and take on the next chapter of your life. So there's, you know, that, that, that feedback and that information that we're given from that we can use that and leverage that to create that action plan for success.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I've loved this conversation, Javon. I think we could probably talk for an hour (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) Easily. (laughs) Um, Where can people find more about you? Um, Where can people get your book? Um, If you have programs available and and people are interested in in working with you, they know to need a mindset shift. um, Why don't you go ahead and give them all that info?
1: Sure. So the, one of the best ways you can find me is on Instagram or Facebook, just search live, not Love. And then you can also go to my website, live, not That's L I V E N O T L O A T H E.com. And you can find my book there. I have a store on the website. Uh, all my programs are listed there and I'm actually doing something special right now. I'm giving away free one hour coaching sessions. And all you have to do is go to that website, and you can just connect on the newsletter. And you'll see it. You just click the link to book it, and we'll we'll talk.
0: I highly encourage you to book a call with Javon. Fill that schedule up. Make it yes. so he has to say, "I'm booked out a month." Sorry. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. I, I believe he can he can help you. You know, it's not just because he 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 has a book and you know those sort of things, but he's lived it. He's he's faced failure utter failure and nothing in, in the face and, and yes. overcame it and, and without role models or, or anyone to, to really look to. And so if there's anyone that you can learn from, I think Javon is, is someone that can get you there. So Javon, you've been I an amazing it. guest. Thank you so much for, for jumping on. And uh, I look forward to connecting in the future.
1: My pleasure, Chris. Let's do it. Thank you once again, man. And I love the work you're
0: doing. I appreciate you. Thank you. thank you for listening to the healthy perspective podcast to connect with dr bowman follow him on instagram at dr chris bowman until next time make shift happen